eat for everyday meals and special occasions too. And they're open seven days a week from 7 a.m. until late for really convenient shopping. Why shop around? Your friendly neighborhood spa is ready and waiting to serve you. Get your day started right. This is VOC Breakfast with Gulam Fakir and Sabira Sheikhesa. Voice of the Cape. So come 8 o'clock last night, um, everybody glued to this to the seats. President Cyril Maposa announced last night that resurgent COVID-19 infections and hospitalizations has caused the government to resolve that to effectively place Nelson Mandela Bay in Port Elizabeth on a stricter lockdown. However, the Western Cape Premier Alan Windy says lockdowns in the Western Cape are blunt instruments to have disastrous consequences and should be avoided at all costs. Windy, along with other key role players, held at Digicon also yesterday to discuss this matter. Uh, head of the Western Cape Health Department, Dr. Keith Clitter, joins us online. Dr. Keith, thank you so much for your time this morning on Breakfast 91.3. And before we get into the Digicon that took place yesterday, what do you make of the President's speech last night? Uh, good morning, Gulam, and good morning to the listeners. Um, I think it was to be expected, Gulam. So what um, the President did, and I think the Premier was part of the consultation the day before, look at um, the, the, the increase in the spike in cases in selected areas. And instead of just saying you take the case numbers, um, the National Command Council look at numbers together with the case positivity rate, together with the number of hospitalizations, the number, together with the number of deaths. It's a much more compre- uh, comprehensive package of things to say, because if you take all of that together, that is a measure of how much the cases are influencing, A, how many people are in hospital and dying, and therefore how much of the cases are then influencing the local health capacity. So by that, uh, you know, you can expect when it becomes too high and too out of control, put it that way, mm. um, that it was to be expected that some measure of, of, of what I would call selected um, interventions um, would be would be done, and if you take it to selected interventions, it's really just um, extending the curfew, and then limiting the sale of alcohol um, um, from a Friday to a Sunday. Hi, Doc. Now, also understanding that the Western Cape government's, you know, has mentioned the three-pronged approach to roll back, you know, COVID-19 resurgence right here in the Western Cape. But you know, in terms of our health response, what exactly is it? Um, yeah, we, we have uh, uh, said that we have a five-point health plan um, in this. The first one is um, that uh, we want to put things in place so that we stop the, the, in, the, the, the new infections. So the first one is actually prevention. And that the big thing there is about limiting the size of gatherings and limiting how many people are exposed and actually get the new infection. So that's our big thing in limiting the spread, and that's obviously using masks and using social distancing. The second one is that we, what we call is we do surveillance, so we track where the, the infections are, you mean- and then we do an outbreak response to contain it. So we know where the pockets are. Like, for instance, I can tell you, like, places like Grassy Park in the southern suburbs and, mm. and, and Lotus River, there are increasing cases in those areas, and therefore the local team want to understand where the cases are, and then find the cases, find their contacts, and try and limit the spread in those areas. The third one is that we then have to scale up our health care platform capacity to deal with cases that is more severely ill. Now, that's where the problem comes in, because 
that means that we need to now make hospital beds available um, for, for people. The fourth one is if we do that, then we have to scale down other things mm-hmm. to accommodate COVID. And that means we then have to scale down with um, um, operations, um, other care like cancer care and all of those, which obviously has a detrimental effect. And the last point for us as a healthcare system is we want to safeguard and protect healthcare workers as much as we can. So that's the five-point health response to the decisions. Now, with that said, Doc, if you were to look and listen to what the president spoke about last night with, uh, you know, with the Eastern Cape in particular, you know, he was he was he didn't shut down the economy completely. You know, mm-hmm. it was like certain times that you can do certain things, the curfew, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, what is the next step though for the Western Cape? Since nothing was mentioned about the Western Cape, Premier Alan Wendy will obviously be keeping his eye on this, but he, he's also one of um, the uh, he's, he's the premier himself is not in favour of lockdowns anyway. But could we also see some sort of rest- restrictions happening in the Western Cape? So what was mentioned is the president did mention that besides Nelson Mandela Bay, there's a Sarkit Bartman district in, in, West, in, in Eastern Cape that is also high cases, and then the Garden Route in the Western Cape. So by using those same measures, there is, by the same token, a lot of increase in the other two areas. But the reason why there's not been any pronouncements on them is he has asked the national minister first to visit those two areas to assess the situation on the ground. So yesterday morning, um, the national minister had a meeting with the premier and the minister, uh, French Bombo, ourselves, um, just for, so we could brief him what we're doing in the Western Cape. So we shared a lot of what I've just said with you now. And the national minister is, is actually visiting on the ground Garden Route today with Minister French Bombo and our local team and the disaster management and a whole range of stakeholders, the district municipalities, municipalities in the garden route. So he will be making a pronouncement on the garden route. And there's, uh, what is expected is that we need to submit as a province our plans to contain that. And the president will then consider all of that before he makes a pronouncement on the garden route. Hmm. Doc, in terms of, you know, the current stats here in the Western Cape, you know, what are those COVID-19 stats looking like with regards to, you know, the patterns of infection and, you know, the current areas where transmission is, is seen as being high? Okay, so what I can tell you is we watched the last seven days um, of cases and then we compared to the seven days before. So in the Western Cape, over the last seven days, we've had 7,300 new cases compared to 4,900 seven days before. That's about a 50% increase in cases. If I break it down, the two areas of biggest concern is still the metro and Garden Route. So let me start with Garden Route. Garden Route in the last seven days had 2,500 cases compared to 2,034 the seven days before. Now that was when they were going up very fast. So the increase in the last seven days has only been 26%, but I say only 26% is still going up because that comes off a very high base of already being increasing the week before, the two weeks before. In Metro, there's 3,300 cases in the last seven days compared to 2,300, so that's a 43% increase. So the areas that you, in those areas, like in Garden Route, the areas with the most cases still, the recent cases, is George. So in the last seven days, they've had over 1,000 cases just in George alone, and then followed by Nysna with 500 cases, and Muscle Bay 481. If you come to the metro, um, the biggest areas where the cases are in the metro is still what we call the southern uh, sub-district, so that's all the way um, from about Rondebosch all the way down to Cape Point. 
And in there, as I said, there are pockets like Rasi Park Lotus River that we've noticed. So there's many pockets in the southern area, but that's the biggest. We've had 700 new cases in the last seven days in that area, followed by Western. Now, that is uh, above Rondebosch, all the way up to Atlantis. Um, so there's places like um, Bolton that have seen quite a lot of cases there, Atlantis and all of those. That's been 600 cases in the last seven days. And then more generally on the Cape Flats mm. is the lower numbers. And the, the ones that's still the lowest is Kailiche with 180 cases. Um, and then uh, Mitchell's Plain has shown quite a sharp increase. Um, and there's been 300 cases in Mitchell's Plain over the last seven days. All right. And then, of course, you know, with regards to just basically finally, you know, encouraging listeners to adhere to the lockdown regulations, especially now that we're going into the festive season, Doc, we're going to see many people taking leave, uh, perhaps going on vacation, etc. What would you advise them? So one thing that the Premier did make, and, and I think that I think the President made it yesterday and he made the gatherings a little bit smaller. You would know the numbers that he was saying must be smaller. Our evidence is wrong that um, most infections are actually from breathing in the air of somebody that is that has had that that breathes out who is infected with COVID, whether they know it or not, whether they got symptoms or not. Yeah. So the big thing is to wear a mask, but more importantly is not to share an enclosed space where you can breathe in the air of somebody else. So it's really be mindful wear your mask. But be mindful that you don't find yourself in a situation that you are breathing in the air of somebody else. And that is where the crowding in places comes in. So be outdoors, wear a mask. If you, if you have to gather with somebody, make sure that there's a small group of people, five to ten people, spread yourself out and then you'll be safe. That's about the only advice that the evidence suggests to us that you're not going to get infection. If you get into an enclosed space and there's more than 25, 30 people, your chances of getting um, covid exponentially increases. Even if you're wearing a mask, you can still be inhaling the air of other people because they're not wearing masks. So the big thing is to avoid places where you are in a confined space with many places. Now, you would know that's a shopping center that is going out to do things. So it's really being mindful of the gatherings that you're in and safeguarding mm. yourself. Now, talk. I've got about 30 seconds before we need to wrap up, right? Um, the one thing that you that you were speaking about, and I read the statement with regards to the Digicon as well, it was more of a behavioral thing, you know, and you touched yeah. on this as well. And uh, one, th- and there were some suggestions being thrown around, even by communities, you know, where they're saying, put in uh, measures like spot fines, you know, where you find exactly. somebody without a mask, you, you find them on the spot exactly. for a certain amount. Is that something that's being considered? So one of the things that, um, that, that the president was considering and one of the things that is important for law enforcement, because the big thing we are saying is we've been asking people to do that. People are just not doing it. Not everyone, but just generally people are not doing it. Right. So what we will be deploying in the next week very strongly in Cardinal and in Cat Metro is law enforcement. If people going out and to these crowded places and telling people you must observe. The problem is when they go there, you're just telling somebody put on your mask. You can't find the person. So one of the things being considered is possibly getting a mechanism to find people. Because that would be then, almost like a last resort, you don't want to punish people, mm. um, but people are not, in a sense, listening. So you have to have some of that law enforcement to start nudging the behavior back right. into people behaving in a responsible way. Right. Let's leave it there. Dr. Keith, the head of the Western Cape Department of Health, talking to us with, uh, well, sharing comments on the President's speech last night and then also the Digicon that took place yesterday with the Premier and other role players regarding COVID-19.